Did you know that song had words, Sam? I never knew that song had words before. Yeah, I knew that. I thought it was just music. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. You are listening to Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday, January the 19th, 2021. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take tonight has to do with the inaugur- inauguration. Or, you know, we're not really a politics podcast, so we're just going to get this out of the way in the beginning. But my hot take on this transition of power is that Donald Trump has a lot of last-minute pardons, including himself, that he wants to sign, and he's just completely going to forget about it and try to do it all tomorrow at like 3 p.m. And people are going to have to explain to him that he's not the president anymore, so he can't pardon people. <laughs> My thing about that is I've looked at some of those pardon lists, and he's got Lil Wayne on that list and Joe Exotic, the Tiger King, on that list. I just think it's funny. It's all these random celebrities slash criminals that Donald Trump wants to pardon so they'll hang out with him when he's not president any longer. I I never watched Tiger King. I just started watching it. I have opinions about Tiger King. I know I'm a year or two late. Yeah, you're way late. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Boy, we could do a whole Tiger King podcast, Sam. (laughs) Everyone's sick of it, Joe. Literally every other podcast has already done a Tiger King episode. I don't think that, like, we can... I know, but now they all make sense to me. Now I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, wow, that is crazy. Yeah, Trump... I feel so bad. I like tigers. Trump wants to pardon Joe Exotic because they're going to be neighbors soon in Florida. And he, like... Florida, at at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. He doesn't no, want Joe totally. Exotic to, like, let his dog shit on J- Donald Trump's lawn, so he's going <laughs> to pardon him. I was thinking earlier today that basically all Donald Trump is doing is opening all the prison doors from Arkham Asylum and letting <laughs> all the Batman villains up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's like Rudy Giuliani, the Tiger King, Lil Wayne... Poison Ivy, Mr. Free. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Penguin. Yeah, who was also Rudy Giuliani. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's true. He is kind of a real-life penguin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no. Well, we, we got <clears throat> T-minus 11 hours. No, 13 hours by my count. What is it? What? No, it happens. Oh, yeah. No, 12 hours. 12 hours? It's 11, 11 a.m., right? Yeah. It's 11, uh, yeah, 11 a.m. Eastern time. So that would be good. Yep. Things will still be bad, but they'll be less bad than they are now. Right. Yeah. Well, at least they'll, at least we'll have somebody who's like interested in making them better. Exactly, in and like, like a competent person. Yeah, say what you want yeah. about Joe Biden, but, you know, he probably wants to do a good job. And I don't think that there's, like, ever been anybody who's, like, 
Yeah, Donald Trump's really wants to do a good job as president. Like that was exactly. never a priority of his, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, deep state for the win. Let's go, Joe Biden. Yeah. Okay, Sam. I should have asked this about uh, of you before we started podcasting, but that's not how we do this. So take a look at the at the document. I got three hot takes. Which one should I share? Uh. New Jersey Jets. Okay, the New Jersey Jets. Here's my hot take about the New Jersey Jets. If they draft Trevor Lawrence first in the draft, first or second, I forget which one they get. I don't know who that is. He's the starting quarterback for Clemson. Oh, who who lost the national championship last year? Yeah, surfer boy with the long, flowing locks. Right. Isn't he a QAnon guy? No. I don't think so. He actually did uh, some good Black Lives Matter stuff over the summer at Clemson, which is hard because his coach is probably a QAnon guy. Right. Dabo Anyway, I like Trevor Lawrence. I like his, you know, he. you ever see that movie, uh, Remember the Titans? We talked about that a lot on this podcast, don't we? I mean, I think that it's referenced a lot. I've definitely seen it, but it's been a while. Right. He's like the quarterback, Sunshine, from that movie. Okay. I don't remember. Anyway, long story short, my hot take is, if he goes to the Jets, they will utterly destroy his career, and he will have a sad and short time in the NFL. Because that's all the New Jersey Jets ever do. They draft quarterbacks in the first round and then utterly destroy their careers. Seriously. <clears throat> How many times? Geno Smith, right? Right. Uh, Butt Fumble Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Mm-hmm. No, his first name is Butt Fumble now. Butt Fumble. Like he, leg- <laughs> he legally had to change his name to Butt Fumble. Right. Uh, and so that's part of my thing. If I was a team... Because I said this on Twitter, that the quarterback, and I will die on this hill, and uh, Bob from Vermont tweeted at me and said, that's a dumb hill to die on, and he's probably right, but I will die on the hill that the quarterback is the most overrated position the Jets should draft an offensive lineman. Who, who, who told you that was a dumb hill to die on? Bob. My dad? Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. It doesn't sound probably, like him. Right. Um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, wait, that's the most overrated? Yeah, the quarterback. What's the most appropriately rated position in football? Tight end? Hmm. Not like... Defensive end? I don't know. I feel like defensive end might be slightly underrated. Really? Yeah. They got all the but sacks. Maybe... Huh. That's an interesting point. See, if I were a general manager, other than drafting all the guys named like last name Sanchez, that would be my first order of business. But if there's nobody with the last name Sanchez available, 
I would try to beef up my offensive line and my defensive line as much as I could. If you're the Jets. If I'm anybody, but especially if I'm the Jets. You just have like a bunch of offensive and defensive linemen and like no skill players at all? Well, (laughs) that would be awesome. You have like a 400 pound second string offensive lineman like as your running back? Or wide receiver. Or wide receiver. Like, he puts the wide in wide receiver. Yeah, right. But it doesn't matter. Like, he can just go three yards. It's not like the other guy can guard him. Right. Right. It's like, he, like, runs ten yards and then, like, has, like, a... He just can't breathe anymore and collapses on the field. Right. Oh, that that would make me sad. (laughs) Or just run every play and have your receivers be blockers and just have them smash into the defensive backs. Right. I want to see a I want to see a hundred and eighty pound defensive back try to guard a three hundred and eighty pound wide receiver. This sounds like something you could do on Madden, right? Yeah, probably. Just make all your guys three hundred pounds. Yep. Just like trade Tom Brady for the offensive line of the Minnesota Vikings. Right. Two offensive lines. No one saw that coming. (laughs) That would actually be interesting. Could you win an NFL game with just Tom Brady and offensive linemen? Ten (laughs) offensive linemen and Tom Brady. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, anyway, shout out. Um, hey, uh, we did do a politics kind of episode last week where uh, I went off on a QAnon rant. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, we should do that again sometime. Thanks for listening to that. We also, we did talk about baseball. What did we talk about last week in baseball? Oh, Tommy Lasorda dying right. and being terrible to his son, and he's probably in one of the circles of hell. Yeah. So if those are uh, either topics that interest you, check out last week's episodes. Thank you for everybody who listened. Shout out Muhammad, Illinois, Pueblo, Colorado, San Jose, California, Stuttgart, Germany, Bend, Oregon, Vancouver, Washington, Homer Glen, Illinois. Bissendorf, Germany. Oh, we're getting big in Germany. I uh, yeah, we are getting big in Germany. Just call us David Hasselhoff, because we're getting big in Germany. Ooh, I like it. Uh be sure to give us a like, a subscription. Subscription? Yeah, rating, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes. Right. Get out out on SoundCloud, Spotify wherever you get your podcast, follow us on Twitter. And uh, we didn't really do a top of the clock cooking show last week, but check out our Instagram dump on the ump for mostly pictures of delicious food and cats and Sam's cool knives. Yeah. Just got a new knife. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So let's talk uh, headlines. Uh, 
want this first one or you want me to have this first one? Um, <clears throat> well, why don't... Yeah, why don't I go ahead and... Why don't I go ahead and do the first one? Uh, <clears throat> All right, this is the NFL. NFL playoffs. And I'm going to take this first one because I once again didn't watch any of the games this week. So maybe you can fill me in a little bit. Um, the conference championship games are set. In the NFC, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will travel to Green Bay to take on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. While in the AFC, the Buffalo Bills will play at the Kansas City Chiefs who may be without Patrick Mahomes after he left the game with, uh, in the, during the third, fourth quarter with a concussion protocol. So the question is, Joel, who you got? So I'm going to be super boring about this. I'm going to pick the home team in both games, but I am not confident whatsoever in either of those picks. So if that's not a coward's pick, I don't know what is. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go opposite you, and I'm going to okay. pick the road team in both games. <clears throat> sure, because they're not, well, they're all going to be some fans in the stands, but they won't be at full capacity, but there will be some fans. I definitely was not surprised that the Buccaneers beat the New Orleans Saints this weekend. Well, Drew Brees threw like four interceptions, I think. <clears throat> yeah, he or played three. terribly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Green Bay looked good, or, I mean, at least the scoreboard did. They beat the hell out of the... The Rams. Yep. The Rams. <clears throat> I almost said Dodgers. Um, <laughs> and they... <clears throat> yeah, so they looked good. But, you know, the Bucks beat the shit out of the Packers at home this year already. Oh, that's <clears throat> a good point, yeah. And also, I called Bill's Brady's... Bill's Bucks. Bills Brady's uh, in the Super Bowl already, so yeah, that would be fun. That would that would definitely give us the most narrative pleasure. Yep. Um, yeah, the Saints looked bad. Tampa Bay definitely looked good. The other thing here's here's you know going back to my hot take about how the quarterback is overrated. So Mahomes went out with that concussion against the Cleveland Browns. And that looked ugly. He got fucking pile drive. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, he didn't hit his head though. On the on the turf, he did. He if did. You watch the replay. Yeah, it, the the tackle didn't hit his head. It was he bounced his head off the turf hmm. after he went down. <clears throat> and he's gone uh, down with a concussion before, right? Yeah, and the messed up thing is he. It was like a Bugs Bunny cartoon when he got up. Yeah. Like, fuck you not. Like, you could tell, like, oh, wow, the stars are circling around his head. Right. He could see it. It was funny and scary simultaneously. Right. But here's my thing, going back to quarterback is overrated. My hot take is they're going to put in 35-year-old Chad Henney against the Bills, and Chad Henney's going to do something stupid like – Throw for four hundred yards and three touchdowns. He he <clears throat> just didn't do much when he came in. in yeah, that game. it was at the end of the game though too. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I would say that if Patrick Mahomes doesn't play, 
then the Bills are going to be the favorites. Yep, I don't know. Anyway, that's the NFL. I hope I hope it's Bills Buccaneers. That'd be fun. Yeah. No. Um, and you know. So, do you think Drew Brees is done forever? I have no idea. Remember when Peyton Manning was at that stage of his career? Right. And I think it's kind of built into these quarterbacks that that at the end of the season, their body is broke down and they're in constant pain. And they are like, I'm definitely going to retire. And then they go all summer rehabbing, working out, resting. And they think when it's time to go back that they're ready for another year. Right. I think Breeze might do that on us, but I don't know. But will the Saints sign him? Ooh, that's a good point. The only quarterback they had who threw a good pass in this game was Jameis Winston on a trick play. Yeah. And and he, uh, they had kind of done a quarterback by committee this season anyway. Yeah. And also, Drew Brees is super bald. Oh. <laughs> well, and also, like, <clears throat> you know, he's got some uh, All Lives Matter stink on him, too. He's been trying real hard to get rid of that. Did you see his hashtag say her name show he was wearing last week? No. He was. I don't think it was this weekend. I believe it was the weekend before. He figured out real quick that... It was hitting him in his pocketbook with his sponsors, so right. he's been trying to undo that. Which is good for him, you know, that's what you got to do. I don't mind that. But yeah, he, his whole, like, stand for the flag position has kind of subtly changed recently. Right. <clears throat> anyway, he's probably queuing on. That's my new thing, is just, I just think everyone's queuing on. Yeah, it was Scientology. I'm like <clears throat> reverse conspiracy theory ring now. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like, I think that QAnon is the deep state. Oh. Like, I'm getting paranoid, reverse paranoid. Gotcha. Like, I see QAnon oh. behind every, you know, in every shadow. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Anyway, I think that's fair. you heard it here first. Drew Brees is QAnon. What? Yeah, that's why he and Tom Brady are such good buddies. Right. Tom Brady, totally QAnon. Yeah, Tom Brady is QAnon and he has the youth serum. Yeah. Because Although, Tom Brady is older than Drew Brees and looks in way better shape than yeah. Drew Brees. <laughs> that's true. <clears throat> that's true. Uh, so he, he like looks younger than Aaron Rodgers, who's like ten years younger than him. I know, Aaron. You are absolutely right about that. <laughs> but to be fair, Aaron Rodgers has looked sixty for a while now. <laughs> he's got like the big old bags. He's got like the grizzled beard <laughs> and the big bags under his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has seen some shit. I yeah. feel. Like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Actually, you know, I don't think that Tom Brady is QAnon. I take that back. Okay, what I don't. Is he? I don't think that he's like involved enough. You know what I mean? Uh, 
Yeah. No, I don't think he really cares enough about anything other than like winning football games and like, you know, making dad jokes on Twitter to. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what he is. One of my favorite things was uh, <laughs> Gronk after they won was celebrating in the locker room that they were going back to the AFC championship. <laughs> and the, the other guys were like, bro, we're the NFC. He's like, all right, we forgot. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, you do it enough times, it just becomes habit, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, no, you can't blame him. Tom Brady's been in like nine of the last ten championship series. Isn't that crazy? Quarterback is still overrated. I mean, I guess so. But would you say the quarterback is not the most most important position on a football field? Ooh, I might have. Yeah. The only other one is the uh, left tackle. (laughs) I think it's the place kicker, honestly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The fucking kicker. He's got one job. <clears throat> Although I will say that I think that a punter is the most underrated position in football. That's a good call. And I, I, I think that yeah. recently they've been getting more credit, which I think is important. But like, if you can like consistently put a, the opposing team in between the twenty yard line and the goal line, like that's huge. But but this this mostly comes from my watching college football. Whenever the guy says. Well, the punter has definitely been the most valuable player tonight. You know you're getting the shit kicked out of you. Right, or you're like still in the game because your punter is such a fucking badass. That's a good call. And probably Australian. Right, yeah. (laughs) And probably QAnon, if we're being honest. Probably QAnon. There's some crazy QAnon in Australia also. Yeah. They're there, for sure. All right, we're going to move uh, on. Yeah, let's talk some... Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, nice short episode on sexism in the media. Future Houston Astros employee Jared Porter, age 38, was fired this week as the New York Mets GM hours after ESPN contributors Jeff Passan and Mina Kimes dropped a bombshell report about how Porter sexually harassed a foreign female uh, reporter, a foreign female reporter, over an extended period of time in 2016 when he was working for the Chicago Cubs. He was in the front office for the Cubs then. The report states that Porter at one point sent the woman 62 consecutive unanswered texts and also sent her an unsolicited image of his fully erect Penis. This incident has set off an online conversation about the continuing role of sexism in the sports media world. Question. Why is it always some guy named Jared who does shit like this? <clears throat> right. And it's not just his name, too. Like, <clears throat> have you seen a picture of this guy? Like, yeah. if you were to, like, just close your eyes, listeners, right now, and imagine the face of a guy who sends 62 unanswered text messages to a woman culminating in a dick pic. And, like, that 
face that you're imagining in your head is exactly what this guy, uh, Jared Porter, looks like. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> and I, you know, want to go on the record here and say that I've never said it, sent a dick pic to anybody, uh, solicited or unsolicited, in my life. And I'm 37 years old, and, you know, I'm pretty successful, I think, in my life, but not as successful as this guy, Jared Porter. So the question right. is, really, should I be sending dick pics? Like, would that get me further in, in the world? I mean, that's the scary thought about it, is that this is a bro who has moved up over and over and over again in his life, and for some reason, like, I was about to say didn't think twice, but that would be wrong. He thought 62 times in a row and came to the same conclusion each time that he needed to harass this woman again. Right. I was listening to Jeff Passan, who everybody needs to... You probably already follow him on Twitter. He's the best Twitter follow of sports media. One of my dreams in life is to have him make fun of us on Twitter because he's really good at that. Um, but he was on New York SNY radio. <clears throat> he's the guy who looks that. like Howdy Doody, right? That's a Howdy Doody guy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like, I should tweet that at him right now. How, howdy Doody with a bow tie. Yep. Yeah. Um, what was his point? Oh, he went on SNY uh, radio, and his point was that Jared Porter, right now, as of before he got fired, had his dream job of being the general manager for the New York Mets at the age of 38. That's pretty damn young to be a general manager of a major league baseball team. Right. And the woman that he harassed for what I assume has to be at least months on end lost her dream job to get away from him. Is so, that what happened? Yeah, she quit. She quit. She did she wasn't fired, but she quit just to get away from him because she was in the United States. Uh, there was lots of things in the article actually about L.A. Uh, I, I feel like she was covering the L.A. teams a lot. Uh. And he, she would see him at uh, batting practice and go out of her way to avoid him. Huh. And he was already... Here's the other thing. I don't know. The, the thing that concerns me very greatly about this is that if he was on the 2016 Cubs, and you know I hate the Cubs, but this is I'm being honest at this point, that was Theo Epstein's Cubs. Right. Jared Porter is Theo Epstein's boy because Jared Porter was also under Theo Epstein when they were with the Red Sox. Really? He used to work for the Sox, huh? Yes. Before he worked for the Cubs, he worked for the Sox. Huh. Theo Epstein's now in the front office with his boy Manfred of Major League Baseball. And is talking about, you know, we're going to modernize the game and all that good jazz. But how much of this 
because I think we can agree that this is a, a systemic problem, we got to take another look at Theo Epstein and look at how he is evaluating his staff and his hiring practices, especially if he's like in charge of baseball now. If I, when he works for MLB now? Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. He is... Oh, he's not Jeffrey Epstein. That's the wrong one. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, well, the thing that, you know, and this, not to speculate wildly here, but, like, this kind of behavior also doesn't manifest itself all of a sudden when you're 35 years old. Um, Correct. So... You know, this is the one he got caught for, but you got to think that this is probably not the only time something like this has happened. Like, this is not his first unsolicited dick pic, I'm sure. Right, right. It's the first time he got caught. Right. Yeah. Uh, Theo Epstein is currently the MLB consultant for on-field matters. I don't know what that means, but that's his job. Hmm. <clears throat> He's the undersecretary of dick pics. Yeah. Well, and we, Sam, on Dump on the Ump, we kind of made a big deal about this when the Houston Astros, oh, the guy, I had his name queued up and now I lost it, under GM Lunau. Remember that guy who uh, yeah. harassed the <clears throat> woman after they won the World Series? Right, Stanford, bro. Yeah, exactly. These are all bros. Yeah. Excuse me. These are all bros who have come up within the quote-unquote culture, and I'm not saying that to make excuses for them. I'm saying that that's the fucking problem. They're all coming up in the same culture where they all go to Yale, and they all wear their popped collars, and it's totally fine to spend months Harassing right. a woman online with no me possession. Yeah, because the only women they have any sort of meaningful contact with are strippers. <laughs> James Harden is for the Brooklyn Nets now, Sam. <laughs> I'm excited. <clears throat> yep. Uh, so, like, I mean, there's no, there's no good answer for this. Right. It, well, it's a picture of how women get chased out of the industry by predatory men. Totally. And, you know, what does this say about the Mets? I mean, you know, Mets going to Met. We all know that. Um, but, like, how much due diligence did they do in hiring this guy? And how much of it was, like, you know, Theo Epstein... Like, being like, oh, yeah, this bro's great. He's my bro, you know? And he's like, oh, I love bros. This, right. you're, a bro of yours is a bro of mine, you know? What I have read is that the Mets did very, very, very little due diligence, which is exactly the same amount of due diligence as any other team would have done. Right. Because what they essentially did was ask all of Jared Porter's colleagues his bros, what they thought of him, and they all gave him positive references. That's what I just said. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, to give the Mets a cookie, they fired him, like, as quickly as they could. Right. 
I don't know how big of a cookie you get for that, but really, the the finger, in my opinion, needs to be pointed at the Cubs more than the Mets. Right, and the um, Diamondbacks. And the Diamondbacks, yeah, who had him before the Cubs. Um, no, after the Cubs. Oh, you right, after the Cubs. I think it was 2016. I think it joined the Cubs and, I mean, in the... Uh, Diamondbacks in 2018 or 2019 as like vice bro of the Diamondbacks. Right. Yeah. That's what it says on his like yeah. name tag. Vice bro <laughs> of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, I just Googled Kim Ng. We talked about her a while ago. I think she's been invited to Biden's inauguration. Who's that? The um, general manager of the Miami Marlins. Ah. So, I mean, because we know this, I mean, right? Like, this is going to happen again. And this happens all the time and we don't know about right. it. Right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And kudos to the female reporter for speaking up eventually, you know? Yeah. And... You know, shame on the Mets and the Diamondbacks and the Cubs for not like doing any sort of background research on this guy, um, but and like allowing this sort of behavior to continue. But this is the sort of shit that needs to happen for you know, like people need to lose their jobs for other people but, to learn that that's not okay, right? Because you know, if you are just like throwing pictures of your dick around and then you get to be a major league general manager at 38 years old, like everyone else, you know, who's younger than you and behind you in line is going to be like, well, that's, that's it. That's what you do. It's like trying, they start sizing themselves up in the mirror for the best angle on their dick, you know? Yep. Yeah. You were absolutely right about that. The other thing is, the Houston Astros are on the phone right now getting made highly this Yeah, game. totally. <laughs> like, they're just like rubbing their hands together and licking their lips. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like, and, okay, but here's the fucked up thing about even that, what I just said, is that like, you know, at no point through those 62 text messages did that guy... You know, at probably at text message 30, he had to start realize what he was doing was inappropriate, and he just kept doubling down. And, like, if your only deterrent for, like, sexually harassing somebody is that you might lose your job, that's, like, speaks to a larger cultural problem, you know? Yes, yes. And that's been um, like, part of the debate that I've been following online today and yesterday mm-hmm. because there have been folks who have kind of done like a not all men kind of thing, right? Like not all men are this kind of douchebag. Right. And, and they're technically correct, but that's not the point. Right. No one ever was saying that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. That's not, that's not the damn point. The point is there exists a climate and culture that allows, if not encourages, this kind of behavior. Right. 
I yeah, I I always love that argument when it is you know it's like not all men or not all cops or whatever. It's right. like, well, no. First of all, no one ever said that. Like you're the one who's like bringing that up as a defense to an argument that was never made by anybody. You know. Yeah. Which means that the original argument is indefensible, essentially. So you're like shifting the conversation to something that you can defend. Yep. Exactly. The thing that bothers me just personally about this is one thing that I've slowly learned over the last couple of years from being online is that women online on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, whatever, have a completely different experience of what it's like than men do. What? On fa- online? Online, yeah. Yeah, but that's like everywhere. Y- yeah, right. It's not just online. It's like in real life, too. We've talked about it on the podcast before. I, you know, my New York City is very different than my girlfriend's New York City because, like, yeah. I can get in a taxi cab and not be like made to feel uncomfortable by the taxi driver, you know? Right. Like that's not, you know, I go for walks at night by myself. Like, right. no problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, <clears throat> yep. I just, a lot of men still don't get that. Right. I know. Which is like, at a certain point, that's willful. Though. True. You know? Yes. Um, to not understand that. And, you know, the same thing. It's willful to not, to like, be like, well, you know, this lady's not responding to my text messages. I'm going to show her my dick. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Right. Nobody is like, oh, that's a that's a cool thing to do. It's like, oh, well, fuck this bitch. You know, like... Oh yeah, you're right. You know you're what I mean. Totally right about that. And it's That's it's like a it's a willful, you know, act of aggression. Yeah. So it's yeah. A, you know assault and harassment. It's yeah. Um, and you know, I'm 37. I'm a year younger than that guy. I've never sexually assaulted anybody, and it's not that hard what? to not do that. Like, <laughs> <clears throat> Talk about the other hot take. It's not that hard to not sexually assault people. Right. Sad but true. Sad but true. <laughs> You'd think it was, given like how fucking often it happens. Yeah. And I mean we 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 touched on this just a little bit, but I think it bears repeating is that the anonymous woman in this situation had to give up a good paying job. Right. And the the not anonymous man got promoted. Right. So again and again. Did. Yeah, again and again. Ooh, excuse me. Yeah. Mm. Uh and yet, Rollis Chapman still has a job. Right, Rollis Chapman still got a job. Marcelo Zuna still has a job. Yasiel Puig does not have a job. Yasiel Puig has a. Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job. 
Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job. Yep. Yep. All right, should we do this last... Uh, yeah, all right. You, know, you want to end on. on a low note? Like, we're over time already, so this would be a... Yeah, I want to talk baseball. Can okay. we talk baseball? Let's talk all right. baseball. So this is just a more of a hot stove update that yes. we're going on. Um, the MLB offseason is showing signs of life after a slow start. After the Mets landed Francisco and Lindor and Cookie Carrasco on the biggest trade of the offseason... Uh, which we covered last week. Crosstown rivals, the Stanky Yankees, open the purse strings and... What? I'm just laughing at Stanky oh, Yankees. Oh, yeah. The Stanky Yankees opened the purse strings and signed, signed top infield free agent DJ LeMayhew to a six-year, $9 million contract and uh, a one-year, one $11 million contract with two-time Cy Young Award winner uh, Corey Kluber. Corey Kluber has not played for most of the last two seasons, so this is kind right. of a gamble. But it could really yeah. pay off for the Yankees if he comes, if he's even like marginally healthy. Right. Uh, the Washington Nationals, who have been low key the second busiest team this hot stove season, added True. veteran left-hander, unpaid Miller highlight, high life spokesman. Uh, cancer survivor and high-functioning alcoholic John Lester to a one-year deal. Uh, the busiest team, San Diego Padres, added shitty pitcher just John Musgrove. Is that his name, John? Joe. Joe. Joe Musgrove. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's trash. He's not trash. Yeah. He's, he's not good. He's not trash. I've had him, like, a, multiple times on... My fantasy is he team. That guy, is he that guy that you always end up drafting into six rounds? No, but he's always somebody that I like draft him. I like pick him up, you know, to like fill a starter spot or something when he's going to pitch the next day. And then he's just terrible. <laughs> so the question is, who signs George Springer? He's the biggest name left uh, kind of out there, I think. Um I think the Blue Jays did. Oh, they did? I think, like, as of a few minutes ago, they did. Yep. Oh. Six years, $150 million. Damn, take that, DJ LeMayhew. <laughs> yeah, no shit. DJ LeMayhew's overrated, like, quarterback. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, as of just, just breaking news, hot off the presses, spring into the Blue Jays. Six years, $150 million. Huh. <clears throat> uh, and I could get on that Blue Jay bandwagon now to win the AL East. I'm not sure about it, but um, I, I would like that. Yeah. I, you know, it'd be fun to have that division be, like, just super competitive. Right. Which it would have been if Tampa Bay didn't give away their Cy Young Award winner. In, like, AL East, NL West? Kind of super team, super divisions. Are you going to call the AL East a super division? No, no, that would be nice. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would have been nice. That would be cool. Like, it'd be cool if the AL East was, like, a lot of good teams really battling it out. I don't see the Red Sox being very good this season, and the Rays probably will not be as good as they were last year. So, 
But who knows? The Rezos put together a good team. Yep. Uh, Cookie Carrasco also had cancer. It's interesting that we have multiple cancer survivors. Yeah. Well, it's like a side effect of the QAnon radiation (laughs) super (laughs) super soldier like experiments, you know? I like the Corey Kluber sign. I know it's a risk. But yeah. I thought that was a good, good kind of steal by the Yankees. Seriously, I wish the I wish the Red Sox had signed him. Yeah, that guy's uh, legit. And you know, I never compliment the Yankees about anything, but yeah, that guy—he's a good pitcher. Person. If he can stay healthy, he is a good pitcher, and he's a lefty too. Right. Uh, Tanaka, who I think is trash, is still unsigned, and it's kind of a up in the air where he's going to go. Then, yeah. Anyway, I bring that up because the Yankees kind of need what they got Garrett Cole. Yep. Who's their number two pitcher? I don't know, but Garrett Cole is probably not going to be as good now it's come to light that he's a ball juicer. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> James Paxton is still unsigned. He is someone, if I were I, my team, the Chicago White Sox, I would love it if they could grab James Paxton on the cheap. He's a lefty, right? What? He's a lefty, right? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice. He could he could boost all line up definitely. But if he goes back to the Yankees, then you got Cole. Kluber is still your two. What you got? Herman Domingo. That short guy. I forget his name. Oh, they had that guy who Missed the season, maybe. Yeah. Maybe punched his girlfriend. That's Domingo Herman. Oh, right, Herman yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, I got that guy who looks like Bruno Mars. He's pretty good. The Yankees are still not there. I think, I agree. I don't think they're there. They re-signed DJ LeMayu, which is probably the right thing to do, but like... Six years, $90 million? Is that what it was? Yep. Yeah, he didn't yeah. get as much as he They'll thought. They'll be paying him yeah. through his 37-year-old year. Like, right. I don't know. Anyway, I we got to wrap this might, up. They might not re-sign Corey Gardner also. I don't know who that team. is. I think, he, I think I said that. Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner. Gardner. Yeah. yeah, Brett Gardner. Um... Yeah, the Dodgers are still going to win the World Series, though. Yeah. I know you think John Musgrove is shitty, but uh, he's going to be like the fifth pitcher on that rotation. Right. Yeah. All right, so what we got? We got about a month before pitchers and catchers report. So we got about six weeks until spring training, and we got about Two and a half months until um, first pitch. But I had some things to say, but we got to go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. I do want to shout out to the Dominican League champion, Aguias, coming back from down 3-1 to upset the Gigantes last night. 
Uh, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes. Follow us on YouTube. Not on YouTube. On Facebook, on Twitter. I gotta go to bed. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. Have a pleasant evening and an excellent tomorrow. Thank you.